Hi there, I'm Shane Spears and welcome to another edition of the Summit Scale podcast beaming out to you from the beautiful city of Bath in the UK. My guest today is Melanie McMoran. Melanie, a very warm welcome. Great to have you on the show today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here and to connect with your audience. Brilliant. For those of you that don't know her, Melanie has a unique insight into the mindset triggers and needs of an audience while understanding the techie details and limitations of email service providers and CRM databases. As a former teacher turned digital marketeer, Melanie holds a bachelor's degree in psychology and a master's degree in instructional technology. And over the last five years, she's put these skills to good use in the trenches of the online business world, designing and managing multiple seven-figure launches on behalf of countless entrepreneurs, authors, course creators, teachers, and thought leaders. Brilliant. She is also a former professional arena league football player and one of the original Sharks from the first season of Shark Tank. Brilliant. I'm looking forward to this. Melanie, yeah, the... It's my client. I have, I have a client who was on Shark Tank and a client who was um, an arena football player who both turned full to digital marketing and have built uh, multiple seven, eight figure businesses online. So Fantastic. Um, any, any industry can can transition to be really successful when you market correctly online. Yeah, brilliant. So that's the title of our interview today, Hitting the Inbox, Email Marketing Strategies for 2020 Beyond. And we've got 10 minutes for the interview. If you're ready, let's begin. So, I am all set. So before, so before we get into it, just tell us about some more about yourself and your work, what you do, who you do, you work with, and why you do what you do. So I have I have two sides of my business. I have a done for you agency, which is how I got started, right? And what really kind of gave me the unique insights to building your audience online was the fact that the agency that I first worked for, we had teams and where many agencies are set up where they have like, this is the CRM person and this is the Facebook ads person and this is the you know, email funnel person and the website funnel person. Um, I was the project manager over all of that. So right. all of those pieces have to work together. And right. one of the biggest mistakes that a lot of people make with their companies is you get your website designer who says, well, I built the page, it's working, it's loading fast, people are signing up. You get your ads person that says, well, I sent the clicks, you know, and then yeah. the email person says, well, the emails were sent. But how does all of that work together? Yeah. And so I got into the industry five years ago and immediately just started studying the customer journey. Right. And I was running the ads, I was building the email funnels, I was managing the website design and all of that because tiny little tweaks in any of those places can lead to large scale revenue. Right. And so you can't really just specialize in one thing. Right. You need to kind of have the overview of the actual customer in mind and their journey yep. in order to identify what's working so often I hear people say, well, Facebook ads don't work for me. And it's because they tried it, but had they just changed one email subject line or one call to action down the funnel right. or even different messaging on their landing page or in their ad, one tiny tweak could have made it very profitable. Right. Wow. So that's, that's what I really love. 
I really geek out over audits and yeah. like studying all of these pieces to yeah. see how it all comes together. Yeah. Right? Brilliant. And one of the things you, um, I really intrigued you when we um, set this up, you talked about the, um, you know, better cleaning out your email than uh, actually adding to it. And I'm curious about this whole thing about cleaning house, your email house. What, why do you need to clean your email? So, you know, we naturally clean our home. We naturally clean our bathrooms and our dishes every day when you use them. But I would love for your audience and for you to think right now, when was the last time you actually cleaned your email house? So cleaning your email house is uh, scrubbing your list. Right. And the biggest mistake that people tell me all the time is they say, oh, yeah, well, I, I scrub my list every month or every three months. I log into Infusionsoft and HubSpot. I remove people who have unsubscribed. I remove people who have bounced. So, yeah, I, I do that. Well, that's really interesting. That's equivalent to wiping down your kitchen counters <laughs> with a wet rack, right? Because your systems, HubSpot and FusionSoft, they can truly only report that their email left their system. Right. But they don't tell you where they went okay. or how they got anywhere, right? right. So um, the challenge is, is that you really need a third-party tool in order to determine is it showing up in the inbox? Right. Is it an email account that even exists anymore? Right. Because I can tell you, I've worked for, you know, several agencies. I've worked with several clients where they've set up an email address for me at their domain. Right. But yeah. if I'm not working with them anymore, even if I bought something and opened every email with that domain six months ago, if that's not active, yeah. your CRM is going to tell you that it wasn't an active, that I may even be a customer. Yeah. But if it's a G Suite or however an Outlook um, thing, then we need to make sure that we know what they're seeing because yeah. Gmail knows what is, you know, no longer valid. Gmail yeah. knows what uh, is being forwarded or has been disabled. And if they see you continuing to email to those addresses, they get judgy. That's what I say, right? They, yeah. they really judge you and they say, oh, wow. Well, if, if Shane is willing to email this person who obviously hasn't opened anything in six months, what are they doing with the rest of their list? And so they quickly move you to promotions. They move you to updates. Right. They move you to spam. Whereas the people who really would want to be seeing you now no, don't have the opportunity to see you. Right. Right. So, um, so third-party tools like uh, Zero Bounce or Never Bounce or Clean 13, there's all of these third-party services that you can choose what, you know, you would want to use for your business. Yeah. They all have different nuances, and they actually, I recommend using several of them. When I do my list scrub services, right. I layer several of them because you really want to be sure. Right. that you're getting the best of the best. But those abandoned inboxes, the honeypots that are out there, yeah. those providers, they'll turn those abandoned inboxes as, you know, spam checkers to right. see if you're a spammer. Right. So super, super important that 
on a regular basis, and I recommend quarterly, yeah. that if somebody's not opening your email for 90 days, instead of continuing to email that, make sure it's still a valid and verified right. inbox. Right. Wow, that's uh, that's fascinating insight. <laughs> yeah, I've just learned a lot. And then, so when a business has a you know a large happy customer base, how do you maintain that relationship? You know, it's so important to speak to people what they're expecting to hear. Right. And you know, there's advice that I would have given for this six months ago, and then there's advice that I'm going to give now because of we're right now when we're recording this in the midst of the coronavirus yeah. epidemic and or pandemic. And what is happening is more people are online now. Yeah. More people are going to email and more people are noticing that their email inboxes are flooded with stuff they don't want. Right. So we're seeing a large volume of unsubscribes right now. Yeah. We're also seeing a huge volume of opt-ins right now right. of new people being added to our list. So there's a few things that entrepreneurs are struggling with. Number one, is if you didn't have a list before and you want to build one, now is an amazing opportunity. Mm. Facebook ads cost less than they ever had before to get leads. And you're able to set, build a relationship quickly with people who are only able to learn digitally. Right. Huge opportunity. Then you have the entrepreneurs with really large lists that consistently are emailing but not cleaning their lists, what right. I talked about last time. Yeah. Then you have the entrepreneurs who have a list, but because they've been so busy with everything else, they haven't been having consistent communication. Right, right. And so now you want to talk to people. Yeah. And they're trying to speak to them and people are like, wait, where are you? Where did you come from? Yeah. I don't even remember this. Yeah. So high volume of unsubscribes, People are hitting those honeypots so quickly emails are ending up in spam. Right. So it's really important that you have consistent communication. Yeah. When somebody opts in, set the expectation for how much you're going to communicate with them and what you're going to be communicating with them about. Right. If somebody went to my website, they would be able to sign up for, you know, ways to increase their email deliverability. Right. If you sign up for that and then I start talking to you about Facebook ads three yeah. weeks later, you're going to be confused yeah. unless it's outlined as to build a relationship with your email list and to build your list up, you should use Facebook ads right. and you can transition, but you can't be popcorning, right? You can't be bouncing from right. one thing to another yeah. and confusing people because it's really going to create confusion. Right. Wow. Brilliant. And then this question about, you know, this whole, um, why are emails considered a really underappreciated workhorse? What you, you talk about that? You know, somebody who is opening and reading your emails now, and when I say reading emails, nobody really reads email, yeah. right? They yeah. skim email. So consider your emails that you're writing like you would write almost an advertisement. You need to have clear calls to action. You need to have like the points that you want to get across. You need to say above the fold. You need to have them bolded where it's easy to skim right. to get the message, right. right? But this is the key way to consistently communicate with your audience. And you may have a huge following on Facebook or Instagram. You may be TikTok famous, mm -hmm. right? You may have all of this. 
But those databases are owned by Facebook. They're owned by Instagram. Uh, they're owned by TikTok. Right. If something happens to your uh, internet service provider or email service provider and your deliverability is impacted, you own those email addresses when they sign yeah. up for your email list. Yeah. You can take them with you yeah. wherever you go as long as you consistently have best practices yeah. and respect when somebody unsubscribes. Mm. But people who open your in emails are way more likely to buy than somebody who's commenting on Facebook or social. Right. So build your relationship through email, have solid calls to action through email, make it easy and fun to read yep. and your profits will greatly increase. Brilliant. Brilliant. And just finally, what, what's the question I haven't asked that I should have asked and what would be the answer? Ah, ooh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Um, you know, I whenever I I speak and and I talk, I I usually start out my story telling people, you know, everybody that's listening really values their leads. They're willing to pay so much to get a subscriber. They're willing to pay so much to build their list. Right. They're terrified to remove people from their list. They're terrified to delete the contact. It's personally offensive when somebody unsubscribes. So <laughs> yeah. the question is, is what is the best thing a customer can do for you? The best thing a customer can do from you is unsubscribe from your list. Wow. If they're not going to buy from you yeah. and they found themselves not in the right place, you don't want to keep paying for them to yeah. email them and trying to get them to subscribe or yeah. to buy. And you don't want to be emailing to them where they're not opening and not clicking in your emails yeah. because somebody who's not opening and not clicking hurts your deliverability way worse yeah. than somebody who's clicked unsubscribe that's saving you money and holding you back from not making yeah. more money. Yeah. Wow. Melanie, I'm sitting here embarrassed about all the mistakes I've been making. <laughs> it's just really fascinating. Really great to, uh, to, to hear what you, to uh, hear your uh, insights into all this. So folks, for more resources, uh, check out Melanie's website, www.risemarketing.com slash summit scale. And the, uh, landing, uh, the, the link will be below the, uh, the podcast. Melanie, thank you so much. Really enjoyed it. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you so much for your time. It was fun.